Hey there, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to discuss a film that won the Oscar mm -hmm. in 2017 for the best film of the year. It's called Moonlight. Mm -hmm. Moonlight is the story of a young boy named Chiron. We see him played by three different actors mm -hmm. as a child as a teenager, and as an adult. Right. The child is living with his crack-addicted mother, Paula, mm -hmm. played by Naomi Harris, and she spends much more time with her drugs and with her various visiting uncles, as we say, mm -hmm. than she does in taking care of her son. Her son is kind of small for his age. He's very, very shy because he's relatively ignored by his mama. Right. And so he is bullied all the time. Mm -hmm. He lives in a very run-down area of Miami. Mm -hmm. And for the rest of his time in the film, he really never leaves Miami. He never really leaves this neighborhood. That's true. As he grows, we discover in the middle of the film that he is gay and how he has to deal with that. Mm -hmm. I realize that everybody is calling this a masterpiece, but frankly, Anne, I wasn't that crazy about it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was well done. But for me, I didn't learn anything from this film that I haven't learned from a gazillion films that are similar. Well, I think the difference in this film is that the main subject here is a black boy who becomes a black man. And the question of his identity and his sexual preference is more controversial, I believe, because of the history of the African-American male. And I believe that the main character, Sharon, as we see him in these three crucial stages in his life, has to work against what is considered acceptable macho man behavior. Right. A couple of things about this movie separated, I think, from the other movies that deal with similar topics. One, each of the chapters in this movie, I'm calling them that, yep. are equal in length, 35 minutes apiece. Most films that follow the life of a single character give short shrift to the childhood portion and of course. rather focus on the character's successful adulthood. Secondly, each sequence is filled with award-winning performances from all of the actors. Each chapter in Sharon's life, of course, is represented by a different actor. Naomi Harris continues as the mother in all of the segments, and we get to meet some fascinating characters all the way through. Mm -hmm. Third, each of these chapters has a beginning and a middle and an end. They're like little mini-movies. And fourth, this film is really concerned more about the development of one's soul rather than one's career or one's fortunes. I think that in the first chapter, when we first meet Sharon, we get to know him, as you said, Les, because he's a little kid, and he's not helped by the fact that his nickname is Little. We watch him be somewhat confused by the character of Juan, who is the drug dealer that pays many visits to the housing development where he and his mother live. I say that he's confused because Juan is a charismatic, phenomenally intriguing man who befriends this little boy, yep. senses in him his vulnerability and the fact that he has no one looking after him. Right. He invites him to his apartment, which he shares with his girlfriend, 
played beautifully by Joelle Monet, this child little begins to depend on Juan more and more, and he becomes a surrogate father. Eventually, in the most moving sequence in the film, and the one that is depicted in the poster, Juan baptizes Little by taking him to the ocean and teaching him to swim in the moonlight. Right. This is a beautiful sequence. And by the way, this movie is based on an unpublished play, which I just found out about. And the title of the play was called, In Moonlight, Black Boys Look Blue. I did not know that. Thank you. I didn't either until I read it. I believe that the director, Barry Jenkins, was given this unpublished play, and he immediately responded to it, and he turned it into a screenplay, and then it went on to win the Oscar for Best Movie. Let's not forget the actor who plays Juan, who also won an Oscar. Oh, yes. Mahershala Ali. Yes. Now, you didn't like the film. I didn't dislike it. I just didn't think it was the masterpiece that everybody says it is. You know, I didn't love this film right after I saw it, but... When I started to think about it and write up my notes for this review, I found that I was much more pulled into this movie than I had originally felt. I think because this is kind of an outsider looking at the journey of becoming a man, I thought that that really hit a core. Also, I want to talk about the fact that Sharon develops from the little boy who has feelings, I might add, for a little classmate, another 10-year-old kid by the name of Kevin. Now these boys grow up, and they're now in high school. And Sharon still has feelings for Kevin, feelings that he doesn't want to admit to. Kevin is not remotely interested in Sharon except as a guy to catch a baseball with and do teenage pranks with. Sure. But What was interesting to me was that Sharon tried to cover up his teenage vulnerabilities and his feelings for this kid by being overly macho. Of course, he goes through all of the normal teenage problems of being bullied, having kids pick on him, and having a very tough time of it in high school. That's very true. That's why I'm saying that it's not a bad movie at all. On one level, I did enjoy it. I certainly enjoyed the actors especially Juan, who disappears after the first segment, by the way. Right. So I'm glad I saw it. Well, I think we have to talk about Chapter 3 in this movie because that's when this whole movie comes together for me. Okay. Sharon is now grown up, and he's known as Black. That's his new nickname. Right. He's gone from little to Black. And the irony is that he's followed in the footsteps of the man that took care of him when he was a young boy, Juan, the drug dealer. Right. And Sharon, a.k.a. Black, is now a flashy, hunky drug dealer on his own. Right. However, inside, he's still that insecure kid who has unfound feelings for this kid, Kevin. When they finally meet in this segment, Kevin is now married and a small businessman, and Black goes to visit him. Right. There is a sequence in that diner that... I defy anyone to watch without getting tears in your eyes. It is so moving, and it is so subtly played. I really thought that that particular chapter in the movie Moonlight was worth all of it. It was the best 35 minutes in the movie. I understand that, and I also understand that when we grow up, I'm talking about men now, but I think probably it's the same with women, we 
try to be the person that we've always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. But deep down inside us, there is that fear, there is that terror that someday somebody's going to look and say, you're like the emperor, you have no clothes on, mm-hmm. which is frightening for any guy. I don't care how much they are, if they're a wrestler or whatever. Well, I agree with you on that. I really understood this. Well, you know, Les, let me just hop in and say, yeah. this movie will appeal to grown-ups, but certainly to the teenagers out there. I'm talking about curious kids who are having conflicts about their own lifestyle, and they're afraid to acknowledge their authenticity. It will give some courage to those kids, I believe, because this is a movie that really takes you through the journey, the journey of one man to try to find his true self. I also want to make a quick comment about the music in this film, and you must have loved that because you're a music guy. Yes, I certainly did. The movie was part classical. It was jazzy. There was some hip-hop thrown in, and I felt that the soundtrack perfectly represented what the main characters were going through. And like life, there was a clash of styles, and it proved that not all is melodic as you're going through adolescence and into adulthood. Well, that's for sure. Listen, adolescence is bad. I don't care who you are. Right. It's a ghastly thing to go through. And I think when you emerge from adolescence into adulthood, you'd like to feel pretty proud of yourself for getting through that, for getting through high school. Well, Moonlight is a picture that engaged critics and audiences, all ages, etc. It made audiences really sit up and think, and I think that's a good thing. So for me, I'm going to give Moonlight a green light. I think it deserves it. I think it's a movie that bears maybe a second look. Maybe you're right, Anne. Maybe a year from now, I will find it again, as I usually do, and look at it again Mm -hmm. and feel better about it. I think possibly that all the hype before I saw it turned me off. I couldn't agree with you more. I think we expected maybe the most brilliant masterpiece of all time. And this is a little movie with a big message. When I watched it and I thought of some of the movies based on black families and black men's growth that I have seen, Raisin in the Sun jumps immediately to mind, which I thought was a really brilliant movie. So I felt a little put off by this, so I can't really give it a green light. I'm going to give it a yellow light. Okay. But come back to me in a year. Okay. Will do. After I can go out and rent it or even buy it and look at it again, I might feel differently. But at the moment, I'm giving it a very bright yellow light. Okay. Like the moonlight. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, one green light and one yellow light for the Oscar-winning film, Moonlight. We're going to come back and review another film very, very soon. We hope to see you then. Until then, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that the next time you decide to go out and have a great time with something that not only entertains you, but makes you think, you will find your way in the moonlight to the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. 
Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.